0: Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mmm, mm, all the deliciousness. So, today is Friday, July 12th. Uh, I know I tried to say that yesterday it was the 12th and it was the 11th. Uh, I'm, I'm messed up on my dates already. I don't know if it's like preparation for travel or Maybe because I'm sort of in between projects right now, and I was joking with Kelly Robson this morning that I feel like a a lady who lunches. This is a pretty um, laid-back lifestyle for me, not having a pressing project at the moment. So, she's said that her birthday is next Wednesday. And I said, oh, July 24th. And she said, no, the 17th. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, dates, Dates are eluding me at the moment. And she said, well, ladies who lunch don't need to know the date. <laughs> I said, well, that's true. Just so long as I make my fabulous social engagements, then all is good. We got a bunch of rain here yesterday afternoon. And last night, so the table here is very wet. All right, Let's see if this cushion's going to be too wet to sit on. Seems to be all right. So yeah, uh, you know, yesterday ended up being kind of a loosey-goosey day as well. I went to Writer Coffee in the morning. You guys know that because I um, podcasted on the way there. Sat and talked with Trent Zelazny for a while over a cup of coffee. We just talked about books and reading and writing, and that was lovely. Uh, sometimes it's amazing to me that that's what my career is, <laughs> that that actually counts as like a business meeting where we just talked about books and gossiped about other authors. It's pretty wonderful. I'm very, very fortunate sometimes in the midst of, you know, feeling like I need to get projects completed and planning the next things. I think I forget what a what a wonderful job this is and how very lucky I am to be able to do it. So after that, I went and... Well, I went to Trader Joe's because on Saturday, I am giving a program for my local chapter, Saturday being tomorrow. I knew that. Uh, (laughs) For the Land of Enchantment Romance authors, I'm giving the program this time. And it's uh, my presentation, which is writing crush genre and succeeding anyway. They asked me to do it because someone had suggested it who had... Uh, seen it before, and they wanted me to do it for the whole chapter, I think it's a pretty inspiring talk. And that's why people like it, because it's all about, um, you know, persevering and, and, and reaching success via persevering. So, plus it has graphics from uh, Wicked. Because the name of the presentation is really defying gravity because I really play on that um, realization of Elphaba's that um, I'm through accepting limits because other people says say they're so It's a really important important line So I went to. Oh, I'm also doing the basket. We have. We put together these sort of gift baskets for uh, that we raffle off, and people buy tickets for. And so, I, I got a message from. The gal who coordinates the basket, she Facebook messaged me the other day reminding me that I had signed up to bring the basket this month. I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) I mean, she reminded me of plenty of time, and I was extremely grateful for the reminder because I somehow did not write that down. So I went over to Trader Joe's and got a few things for the basket. I'm going to put in an arc of the orchid throne. And so I got one of those beautiful Trader Joe's orchids. And a bottle of brut rosé, and some chocolate. And then later in the day, when I went to yoga, I got a cupcake from Chocolate Maven, that I'm going to put in there—chocolate raspberry cupcake. So it's kind of like a—it's uh, a paradise decadence basket, which is very much in theme with Calante and the Orchid Throne. so then I came home and I dealt with some businessy things for a little while and then headed back into town at two because I had, I had an emergency nail repair, a very important emergency nail repair. See, I told you guys, I'm being totally a lady who lunches. Uh, I get my mani pedi, Next week, that's going to have to last me for, next Wednesday, it's going to have to last me for three weeks through my myriad travels, and one of my nails was breaking like way below the quick, so I had texted Ruby, my manicurist, in the morning and said, help, (laughs) I need an emergency nail repair, this one nail is going to be totally wrong. So she said that her sister, Wendy, could help me at 2.15. So I went into town early and got my nail fixed. She does it like an acrylic nail, puts the acrylic patch over the top. And so then I went to Kmart and got an actual basket to make the lira basket. And I was a little bit early for yoga, and it was raining so it was really lovely. I sat in the parking lot and listened to my audiobook. I'm listening to The Silver, Mo- Silver Metal Lover on audio, which many of you know I recently reread. And then I got the audiobook because uh, Gabrielle Baker, who's an audiobook narrator who I really like, is narrating it. And I wanted to listen to her do a whole book. And I thought it would be interesting to hear that book read too compare it with my recent reading. So I sat there in the rain for about 20 minutes and listened to the book. And that was lovely and relaxing and not something I normally do. That's a, I'm, I don't know who I am. <laughs> who is this person? So then I went in for yin yoga, which was maybe the best yin yoga class I have been to yet. It's my favorite teacher and One of the things I love about her is how she draws in the ambiance of nature and what's going on. And since it was, she said, you know, with the rain and this time of day, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, we're going to do a lot of drawing down for the yin. And I bet we we started out in an inversion with our legs up against the wall, laying on our backs. And I bet we stayed on our backs for an hour just doing various kinds of leg and IT bend and so us. releasing. And it was just miraculous. It was amazing. So then when I finished there, I put my street clothes back on and went over to Megan Mulry's office because I needed to get a copy of my Ark of Orchid Throne from her. She had one that was, I only have one left, and mine's kind of beat up from dragging it around, and I wanted a more pristine version to put in the basket. And also she had told me she was giving it back because she is a delightful person and a wonderful friend, and she really, truly tried to read it, but she just hates that fantasy shit. (laughs) She's like, I tried. I tried to read it. (laughs) I was like, you don't have to read this book. (laughs) Uh, You know, some people, if you're not used to reading it, you know, like getting into the alternate world and the weird names and trying to assimilate everything that's going on. It's just, uh, it's not fun, you know, and I really do think reading should be fun. So I thought it was lovely of her to try. And then I took my ARC back. (laughs) Now I can use it for Lyra. And so because I was seeing her at her office and she was done for the day, we of course went and had a couple of glasses of wine at the Casa Santa Bar, which was um, really wonderful. I thought it was going to be crowded because uh, it's Folk Art Festival this weekend and oh, there were so many people down around the plaza. It took me forever to get from uh, my yoga place to her office because her office is very near the plaza Um, just a couple blocks up from it. And my usual route was closed off because they were having a big deal. And then there were all sorts of uh, people driving badly. You know, people like... I I really do have to practice my mantra, compassion and tolerance. Probably the last time I mentioned it was the last time it was tourist season in Santa Fe. Because, you know, people do these things where they pull up to a stop sign at like a four-way stop... And they're not sure where to go, so they don't go anywhere at all. They just sit there, they sit there for a, sometimes a really long time and you know and i and I kind of entertain myself by imagining the conversation in the car where you know the they're saying no, no. The map says go this way, and they're the saying, Yes, but the parking garage says this way. We're just going to have to park in the... Well, I don't want to pay for parking. Well, we're going to have to because we can't just drive around forever. And look, there's five cars behind us at this stop sign, so I'm just going to turn. <laughs> I, am, I really do try to be patient, and I am for the most part. Other people are not so nice. They uh, blare their horns. There was someone in front of me who was just like, putting their hand on the horn and leaving it on there. And it's like, Oh yeah, that's really helpful. So, but the Casa Santa courtyard and garden was not too busy. And so we, we sat at there. They have this great little margarita bar that they set up along the side. And so we sat there and had a couple glasses of wine and chatted. And that was really fun. Uh, We haven't done a one-on-one thing in a while. So that was nice. And then I came home and, had dinner with David and we watched, Oh, we started watching the hate you give, um, which I hadn't wanted to read because you guys know I have this terrible bias against YA and I really should ditch it because it's, it's not a reasonable bias. It's like, you know, I developed it somewhere along the way because I read one too many angsty YA stories and I didn't want to, <laughs> you, you understand why. But it's, it's not fair of me to tar all y, YA books with that brush. So I had not read the book. I knew generally what it was about, that it was about a young black girl who sees her friend killed by a cop in front of her, which is another reason I didn't really want to read it because, you know, I don't like reading depressing stuff. And that's a little real world for me at this point. You know, it's like, I get too upset that this is happening in our world anyway. I didn't want to read about it. So we started watching the movie, and it is really a wonderfully done story. We didn't finish because David was tired and fell asleep, so we'll finish it tonight. It's free on HBO right now. Well, free, you know, part of the HBO subscription. Um, And it's, it's wonderfully nuanced, and one of the things I really love about it is... Is all the levels of the generations that are involved in this incident. Um, the, the little girl goes to a very white preppy school because her mother insists that she and her brother go to this school. So instead of their, their local public school so that they'll have a better future. So there's the two different worlds. Um, the, you know, not-so-great, very black neighborhood uh, where they're, you know, showing the drug dealers and the prostitution and things going on like that, and then her, you know, incredibly clean, uh, preppy world of the the very white school and her white friends and white boyfriend. <clears throat> and I think that one of the things that happens is, is when you give the premise and you say, oh, it's about a young black girl who, you know, sees her friend killed in front of her by a white cop, you, you miss out on that it really is a very rich story. And I love that, that the parents are so involved in this incident and that there are the activists coming in wanting to, you know, use her, not use her, but, you know, have her testify, you know, because she's the only eyewitness to this incident, um, you know, and that the adults don't agree with each other on what the best way to handle this is. Uh, it makes it um it's it's really i I love the characters there are a lot of very rich and interesting characters, and I think that's something too that happens with you know that 's a problem with lack of diversity in a lot of stories and movies is you know like you end up having your like one black character as if you can't have many nuances of people who have dark skin. So watching a movie like this where there are a lot of different black characters leading very different kinds of lives and having very different opinions uh, is, is wonderful to see and very, you know, I keep wanting to use the word rich. You know, it just feels very rich and textured. It's, it's one of my great complaints with, you know, like, you know, all the stories where there are like four kids four kids or five kids and I'm you know, we could think of half a dozen offhand without even thinking. Well, think of them without thinking. You know what I'm saying. We could list them, you know, right off right off the top of our heads, where there's three boys and one girl. You know, and so you'll have three kinds of boy characters. You know, you have your leader boy character, you have your nerdy boy character, and then maybe you have your boy of color character and then the girl. As if being female is a character right there, you know, so it's like they can't have multiple girls unless, <laughs> because, you know, oh, well then, you know, they start seeing too too much alike, uh, you know, like, or or the other alternative is that you get the two female characters, which is basically like the Daphne and Velma polar opposites, right? You know, you get, you know, Daphne with the, you know, sexy babe girl, and Velma, nerdy girl. And th- it's like those are the only two types of females possible. So a whole lot of including characters of color or portraying characters of color or portraying other genders, genders, and I, I know people talk about this a lot, but it's, I think it's good to get our heads around it, that it... It involves developing very rich, nuanced, textured characters where their gender or their orientation or their color is incidental to the character. It's, you know, I know people complain about the, oh, well, here's this person who just happens to be gay, that that's not a useful thing to say because being homosexual you know hugely shapes your life but it it isn't the totality of the character that's not all they are which is why people object to like the the sassy gay friend trope Uh, I watched that Amy Schumer movie and I'm trying to think of what it was called now where she basically where she hits her head or something I think she hits her head Anyway, she, she wakes up and she's living in a romance novel, and it's sort of or a romance it's really a rom-com, and they play on all the rom-com tropes. And it it was a fun movie. It it's one of those movies that doesn't quite sustain the joke all the way through. It gets a little tiresome. But one of the best parts is the sassy gay friend that her, you know, curmudgeonly neighbor transforms into in her rom-com delirium into the sassy gay best friend who turns up... I mean, they do play with the trope in wonderful ways. But one of the things she does, one of the things that happens in that movie is that the sassy gay friend develops nuance and texture as the movie goes on. It's not the totality of of who he is. And I think that's what we all have to try to do. The other thing that was very eye-opening for me, and I guess I am just such a terrible white girl, um, I did not know that thug life stood for anything. I just always thought it meant being a thug, you know. And I am gently looking to see, because I know I've got the hate you give on here, because I want to get it right. It's the T-H-U-G is the hate you give. That spells thug. Um... I didn't know that. Here I am in my little white girl bubble, huh? And I'm trying to figure what the L-I-F-E is. Oh, here it is. Um, So the whole thing is, the hate you give little infants fucks everybody. Uh, And I I love that. I, I really, and I think that's true. And then, of course, I'm looking at IMDb and uh, (laughs) gave it a five star. The user review gave it five stars, saying the movie Disrespecting Cops by Playing the Race Card makes conservative kid look like idiot, which isn't even English. So, yeah, we really respect your opinion. Okay, I'm looking up the name of the Amy Schumer movie. And then we shall wrap it up let's see it wasn't i feel pretty hmm. let's see see all but you can show me an order dun da dun. i feel pretty was interesting too again she plays with perception perception and reality there train wreck where is this movie Huh. It's weird. I don't know why it's not showing. Here's Snatched, that she did with Goli Han. That was good. Crashing. Huh. I don't know if she's not listed on the credits for it, or if it's older. I thought it was newer. Anyway, I'm sure this is not interesting to listen to. Hmm. Is it way older? It can't be older. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So... Anyway, if you guys know, comment it out, I'll, and I'll look for it. Maybe I can find it and put the link in the uh, description. So anyway, I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. I uh, Enjoying the summer. It's, it's just so beautiful here. And I will talk to you all on Monday. Take care. Bye-bye.